Hey there, listeners. Welcome to the official WNRG podcast. We believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insight into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible with the support of the Women's Network Resource Group and the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. And I'm Brittany Lemaire. Make sure to text WNRG to 239-355 to have episodes sent straight to your mobile every Thursday morning. And we always want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts in our buzz group, WNRG Podcast Series, or by tagging us. Hello, everyone. We're excited to have Tracy Zimmerman in our studio today. And uh, to get to know a little bit more about her, Tracy, welcome. Thank you. So we'll start by just kind of asking you to introduce yourself and tell us what part of the business you support and a little more about about you. Yeah. Well, thank you all very, very much. I'm excited to be here this morning. And uh, like Tara said, my name is Tracy Zimmerman, and I am a Senior Associate Wellbeing Experience Professional on the Associate Wellbeing Experience and Insights team. And so basically, (laughs) aka, I'm a project manager for the Associate Wellbeing team. And I've had the pleasure of being on this team for um, almost four years now. And we roll into Tim State. Our VP is Tim State, uh, who rolls up to Tim Huval. So we're in the uh, human resources area. And I just celebrated my um, 11th year anniversary here at Humana. So I feel very, very fortunate. Yeah, I was very excited. So feel very fortunate to have had um, an opportunity to work in several different areas throughout the organization and then to be able to land here on the associate well-being team. Could you give us a brief snapshot of where you've been here at Humana? Yeah. So um, I actually remember the day that I uh, had my first interview, and I remember interviewing with a leader, uh, Chuck Lampert, who um, is no longer with the uh, company. But when I first met with him, I thought, man, how engaging is he? He was just had so much life, so much energy, and so much passion for the work that Humana was doing. And of course, this was over 10 years ago, so things have changed drastically then. But I thought, how lucky would I be if I actually got to work with someone like Chuck and then to be able to come into Humana? And he walked me around the the building that day, and I thought, wow, this is... I was coming from a newspaper background. I had worked for the Associated Press and the Courier-Journal. So coming in here was something completely different. And when I got the call back, I was just so excited to be able to work for him um, in HR. And then I was able then, then to then go on to another role working uh, for a senior VP, Raja Raja Minar. And he was in our chief, in, uh, chief innovation marketing office. And um, so had the opportunity to work with him and other senior leaders across the organization and really make some strong connections in that role. Um, and so then I uh, was approached about the role that I'm in currently. And when Raja left the organization, I kind of um, found myself in a limbo in between different things. I had always been, I'd started out as an administrative assistant here at uh, Humana under Chuck and then, you know, went up to a um, senior executive assistant under Raja. And then uh, when Raja left the organization, I had a couple of other opportunities. And then uh, Trey Cockrell, who um, has been a lifelong mentor of mine and that I really, really admire and look up to a lot, you know, always had so much faith and confidence in myself when maybe sometimes I didn't. And so 
so he thought, you know, that I had the skills to, you know, become um, a project manager or something along that line. And so when this uh, opportunity came available, I had a leader reach out to me and she already knew that I was passionate about it. So I had the opportunity to interview for this role. And, you know, I feel very, very fortunate and very lucky to have um, been able to accept it and been here four years now. So I've had the privilege of working with Tracy as a well-being champion, which has been really amazing. So first of all, I would have thought you had been in project management your whole career, which is just amazing. So will you tell us a little bit about the well-being champion program and how it supports Humana? Yeah, absolutely. So um, when I first came on to the the team, this wasn't actually a program that rode up into the, the projects that I was going to be overseeing. But I had the opportunity to start working um, a little bit with the Wellbeing Champion Program and then just really fell in love with the work and the vision that we had for the program itself. I think about nine or ten years ago, Humana introduced the champions um, and kind of like what their work was going to be. And we started off with just like 50 well-being, uh, they called us wellness champs back then. And then it's evolved to over 300 champions now. And really, you know, the work of the champions have driven Humana to where we are now. I, I honestly feel like the support, the engagement, the 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 way that they um, see that everyone's journeys are different and we adapt when needed, and the way that it's evolved over just, you know, the, the short time that I've been a part of it is that everyone is talking about the work that the champions do. You look at it from our snapshots. You will look at it from, you know, the different indexes, um, the surveys that we do, the work of the champions are really being recognized, not only from the bottom level, but all the way up to our senior level leaders, up to Bruce Broussard, our CEO. And without the the champions and the focus that they have on well-being, you know, bringing in different initiatives, bringing in different activities, support, encouraging um, folks to be able to talk about their stories, it's really just um, come a, a long, long way. And I'm so proud of all of the champions and how engaged they are and how they really want to be a part of not only helping themselves um, on their journeys, but helping all the other associates here at Humana as well on theirs. You talk about project managing. I've had the privilege to work with you with biometrics. So I just know that that's just one of the projects that you manage, which is a large piece, the biometrics for all the markets. So um, share a little bit more about your project managing piece. Yeah, so I do have um, an opportunity to do a little bit more than just um, the Wellbeing Champion Program. Um, I do manage our associate on-site biometrics program as well as our associate on-site flu shots program. So I have the opportunity to not only, you know, make connections internally, but also have an opportunity in this row to make connections externally as well. And that's one of the things that I really like about being a project and, and program manager is that the connections that you make along the way. So when we're um, planning for our biometrics, it's always first about the associate experience. So we want to give the associates the best experience possible from the front end all the way to the back end. And so when I'm interviewing vendors to come on site, that's always, you know, we have to know what their capability is. What is that experience that's going to set you atop um, all the other vendors that we're actually interviewing for that? So, you know, and then I have an opportunity to work with Carmen and other champions 
who um, are our on-site contacts for those to ensure that the vendor's doing what they're supposed to be doing um, to make sure that our associates have the best experience possible. And we really put a lot of thought as a team. My entire team is involved in the experience piece of it, and it's very thoughtful um, from biometrics to flu shots to any other program. Our first thought is how can we make this the best experience possible for our associates? And I would have to say with the biometrics and my experience with this particular building, with the Waterside building in, in Louisville, that um, it, it was it was top-notch this year. Fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic. And absolutely awesome job to your team for communicating that in so many different ways that made it easy. Talk about perfect service. I mean, I all I had to do was plug in my information online. I had my little sheet printed, and I could go whenever I wanted. It was, it was very convenient and easy, and... Hey there, listeners, you can get points and go 365 for this. So I I really felt like it was a part of my wellness journey and also to kind of keep track of where I am from year to year and continue to be better. And I have two well-being champs in my office and and they love being well-being champions. So great. That's fantastic feedback. And, and, you know, we went with um, um, a new vendor this year. So having feedback like that um, is fantastic to hear. And uh, a lot of work is put into it. Um, but I'm glad that you guys um, noticed the experience. And no one wants to get a biometric screening, right? But we try to make it as <laughs> as a great of as experience. I want the $300. Okay. Yeah. 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 My favorite is when they're like doing the your waist. And I'm like, wait, wait, give me a second. Like, Are you sure you got that right? Exactly. <laughs> Do you understand what, what depends on this? Yes. Right. I'm like, I want this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've watched the well-being culture truly evolve over the past 10 years. Um, it's so much a part of who we are as a company at this point. Um, and I think every associate understands that that bigger picture of why wellness is important. The healthier the associate is, the better the experience with the member, especially like in clinical care or in healthcare services. Mm-hmm. That's, that's huge. We've got to take care of the associate so the associate can take care of the member. Where do you see it evolving over the next five years? Well, I I definitely see us evolving quite a bit over the next five years. Like where we're at, you know, I'm I'm not positive, but I do know that we put a lot of work and we really look at the data that we're receiving from the associates. You know, we've got the well-being snapshot. We've got, you know, the the index, the the report, and we look at, you know, the number of healthy days that we have. And we build and enhance our programs based off of the data that we're we're looking at, not only from, um, you know, internally, but also from our community as well. And so I know this is something that Humana is very passionate about. They they care. I honestly feel very, very lucky to be a part of an organization that 100% cares about their associate population, wants them to strive not only from a professional standpoint, but also from a personal standpoint, um, and in the way that they're um, bringing in the flexibility and the different programs, resources, benefits to make sure that the associates have an opportunity to live their best life. It sounds like your professional life is is kind of moved in a different way. Interesting that you started off as an administrative coordinator into where you are now, but um, what has been your greatest accomplishment for your professional life to date, let's say? Well, and, and I really feel like it's it's that, that journey that I've been on because, you know, I really enjoyed the work that I, I was doing. And, and, you know, I'll be honest, I've been a working mom, um, my you know, since 
you know, for, for a long time. And I didn't go the, the natural route. I actually finished my bachelor's degree as a mom of two. So I was working full time. I was going to school full time. I was being a wife and trying to be um, the best mom that I could be as well. So, you know, professionally and and personally, I feel like that's probably my, my greatest accomplishment. And I really believe that my education has, you know, helped me get on here at Humana and advance the way that it has. And I've gone from an associate who kind of, you know, more so just kind of stayed back, did my thing, worked as hard as I could to now being someone, um, you know, that I feel like I can speak freely, that I'm being heard and that I'm confident in the work that I'm doing and and that I'm contributing. So I think all of that tied together um, has really been my, my biggest uh, accomplishment. It's very important for my kids to understand that hard work pays off and that it's not easy and it's not just handed over to you and it's and it's about you know how you come in and you present yourself day in and day out and so I feel like all of those challenges really made me a stronger better person not only um, personally but here professionally as well so I have so many questions one is do you remember that point where it switched for you from you know being a hard-working maybe more passive associate to someone who was really um, engaged. engaged and actively trying to set yourself apart? Yeah, you know, a lot of times, you know, people feel like when you get in a certain row and you're successful at it, that they never think that they're going to get an opportunity to step out of that role. And so, you know, and especially as an administrative professional, when you're really good at something, it's recognized and you may not have an opportunity to kind of step out of that and to really um, show yourself that you can shine in in other areas. And I've always been a person that has been very... um, organized and competitive and um, just kind of a go-getter. And I knew that I was stepping completely out of my comfort zone, um, but knew that I also had the capabilities to do it because I just had that drive. Like I, I knew that I wanted to be successful and I wanted to succeed and I wanted to stay here at Humana and, you know, try to do some different things. And with the work that I'm doing now, I'm, I'm able to do project management, but then I'm also, you know, kind of in a consulting role with the work that I'm doing with EAP and Work Life um, with Holly Clark. I work with the Tobacco Cessation Program, our Nursing Moms Program. So I think all of the the areas that I was in before kind of groomed me to be able to be a, a multifaceted, you know, associate here for um, here at Humana and to bring me where I am today. It definitely sounds like you're driven, and that was that pivotal moment of your career, it sounds like. The drive for you is just there. Um, but you said you were going to school as well with and having your home life, right, and, and work life. So how do you balance that? I tell you, it's it's really tough being um, a working mom, dad, or, or anything because you want to, you know, give it your all at work and be successful. But, you know, most importantly, you want to be, you know, a, a great wife, a, a great mother, a, a great sister, aunt, you know, everything. And it's and it's really difficult to, to be able to do that. And, you know, a lot of times I find myself putting guilt 
um, because, you know, I want to go to the gym or I want to go out to dinner, you know, with my husband one night, but then, you know, I'm leaving my kids at home and, you know, my kids lead, uh, we lead a very hectic life. Um, I've got a 18 year old daughter who's a senior in high school and my son is 14 year olds, 14 years old, who's a freshman and they're both very athletic into sports and into their, um, stuff at school and in the community and my husband's a teacher and he coaches full-time as well so uh, we live a pretty hectic life and uh, we're running here and there from basketball gyms volleyball courts and and all that kind of stuff and so for me to take extra time out the little bit of time that I have to do something for myself um, still find it you know, that I'm putting guilt on myself, but I do find it's very necessary that I go to the gym. It's for my own personal well-being that I'm able to get that out through, you know, being active as much as possible. I love to hike. Um, the kids and I and my husband and the dogs can go out and do that together. Uh, we spend the weekends together in the summer now at the lake, and that has really been a changing point for us because, you know, the, the school months and the, the spring, the fall, and the winter months are super, super busy for us. And we make it a point in the summertime to spend the weekends together. And we enjoy that. And to be able to work for a team as well that understands the importance of family is huge. I know I'm very fortunate that I do work for a part of the business that understands, you know, family should come first. And we are provided the flexibility that we need to care for um, our, our family when needed. You know, my husband is a school teacher, like I said, and it's not as easy for him to take off and take the kids, you know, to a doctor's appointment or, you know, wherever it may be like it is for me. And they, they appreciate the work that I do. They trust that I'm doing the work that I'm supposed to be doing. So therefore we have the flexibility to be able to really be able to, to juggle both family and work life. And so it's been a, a blessing to me, honestly. Well, thank your husband for being a teacher. My mom's a teacher, and I feel sometimes they're the shout outs not really given to them for 100%. all of the you know the the molding, the shaping, and the teaching that's so vital to to kids. I don't have kids, but my nephews and everything like that. And um, so it's kind of you'd mentioned a few programs that uh, well-being helps take care of, like smoking cessation and nursing mothers program. Is there a place where our associates could kind of see all of the wonderful programs and offerings in your area or? Well, so there's not like a one-stop shop for it, unfortunately, like that. Um, But I mean, obviously out on the, the, the WBC all the programs that you see uh, within that particular um, site really comes from our associate well-being team. So we have, you know, Boosting Biometrics and Medical Plan Incentives, WOW, Go365, uh, the DASH, the Champions, and, and then all the programs that I mentioned from a very, very, we're a, a relatively small team of four or five. Wow. Uh, and putting four, wow. four or five people. Wow. <laughs> Just shrink that in for a second. Like they four to five people of the well-being yeah. handle all and, of that. And yeah. wow, oh my For goodness. All the associates. Yeah, we have a super talented team. Um, we oh, wow. work very, very well together. We support one another, and that's huge too. So, you know, there are certain um, programs that I have that obviously tie into some of the other programs. And so we stay very, very closely connected, um, support each other, consult with one another. And I think that's uh, the reason why we're able to produce so much work with so few resources and we have great leadership too. 
too. So, um, you know, like I, I mentioned for myself personally, they trust that I'm, I'm doing the work that I'm supposed to be doing in producing that work. And with the with that work environment, it works very, very well for all of us. It's a high-performing team, for sure, and just leading in with the culture and from just listening to you and, like, you speak up with candor. It's just it's so inspiring to, to see all of it kind of come to life and living values and practicing our guiding behaviors that we have. It's neat, though, like, like you said, it is family first. You know, that's a priority. Well-being is a priority. I mean, it sounds like your team's, like, living exactly what the culture is trying to produce, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, and I think that helps. I mean, I think it's just a nice example of how you can get high performance by making sure these things are in place. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's definitely a driver. And, you know, um, the majority of of us on, on the team have, you know, children, and we all have our own families, right? And so it, it is a, a driver for us, and I think it, it, that's the reason why we are so successful, because we are giving that, that latitude to make family just as important as what's going on here at work. And, you know, I went through, um, my, my mother-in-law was ill a couple of years ago and was battling cancer, and I had the opportunity and the flexibility to be one of her caregivers um, during that time. And, and you know, work when I needed to work and then be able to, you know, uh, be with her and, and spend time and, and be able to care for her as well. And obviously with caregiver leave, it's evolved since then. We actually have the capability to do that. But before that was even introduced to the organization, that's just what my team did, right? They they understood where I needed to be at a certain time. And, and that was, you know, caring for, you know, my mother-in-law as well as, you know, my husband and, and my kids and everyone else that was kind of going through that battle with her. So I, I feel, you know, I know I've said it, but I feel very, very fortunate to be in an area where I'm at. Hey there, listeners. That's all the time we have for this week's episode, but our conversation isn't over. Make sure to catch the second part of our interview with Tracy Zimmerman to learn more about well-being across Humana. Thanks for joining us. And that's it for this episode. Make sure to text WNRG to 239-355 so you can catch us next week. This podcast is produced by Melissa Nichols. We also want to thank you for spending time with us this week, and we always want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts in our Buzz Group, WNRG podcast series, or by tagging us. We couldn't do this without you. Until next time, be intentional, stay curious, and inspire others.